Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm privileged to welcome a very, very senior professional from the film business in the USA, from Hollywood, currently from Miami, USA, Mr. Massimo Martinotti. Massimo, welcome to the show. Thank you so very much for having me today. Thank you. Massimo is the Chief Executive Officer of Starlight Effect. He's the President of the Florida Film Producers Association. And in his own words, he's a story chaser. So, uh, Massimo, you wanted to be a film director from the time you were a teenager. Tell me about your journey in brief. Yes. Well, um, I live in the U.S. I've been living here for the last 25 years. Mm -hmm. But I was born in Italy in a very small town in the northern part of the country. So um, being a film director uh, uh, seemed to look pretty much a, a, long, a very long shot. But I, I, I made it. I, I uh, was able to direct and produce uh, commercials uh, in over 30 countries for mm -hmm. large um, uh, brands, uh, mm -hmm. Procter & Gamble, uh, Toyota, Ford, uh, Chrysler, McDonald's. Mm -hmm. I, I had a very lucky life in that sense. I've been mm -hmm. able to produce very spectacular projects all around mm -hmm. the world. But like 10 years ago, I realized that um, just focusing on the marketing and communications mm -hmm. aspect of uh, needs of our clients was not enough. Mm -hmm. I realized that what I was doing was uh, basically producing tactical stories, mm -hmm. commercials. Yeah. Uh, commercials are very short-lived. You mm -hmm. produce a commercial, it goes on air two weeks later, is uh, all story. Mm. And I thought that I had to uh, uh, refocus my, my, my attention mm. into telling uh, strategic stories, mm -hmm. a story that uh, allow clients to uh, operate uh, all their uh, aspects. I mean, not only marketing, but also uh, innovation, uh, corporate culture, um, change management, sustainability, uh, and we began thinking um, uh, how to use stories mm -hmm. to uh, in a holistic way, not mm -hmm. just for specific yep. marketing. Yeah, well said. You also call yourself a story chaser. Help me understand this phrase and give me an example. Yeah, we are story chaser because we help our clients to uh, bring to light stories that are already there. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't uh, craft, invent, fabricate stories. Mm -hmm. That never works. We um, are like our archaeologists. They, we dig and we try to unearth stories that are already there. Mm -hmm. um, that can be used by our clients to uh, define who they are mm -hmm. uh, and then um, encapsulate uh, all what what they do, what they really are, mm -hmm. into a coherent uh, story that can help them um, uh, represent their brand uh, and um, 
achieve our basically their goals. Mm. So we are not fabricating stories. Mm. We are in finding stories that are already there, but probably not very visible, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes are hidden, but uh, they are there or could be there. Mm-hmm. So that's why we are chasing story, not fabricating very, very, very interesting, and I love the word, the phrase, story chaser. I had not heard this before. Uh, so tell me, uh, Massimo, what are some of the basic elements of a story? And why are these elements you know, so important? Um, story, stories have been around for you. For uh, you know, um, people began telling stories probably 70, 80,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it happened in a moment when uh, people... Uh, we probably were living in Africa, but by, by that mm-hmm. uh, that moment, mm-hmm. uh, it happened at the moment when people uh, began to um, being able to give names mm-hmm. to invisible things. Until that moment, it was very easy for humans uh, to name I don't know a cow, a mm-hmm. tree, a mountain, a yeah. cloud. At that moment, they uh, acquire the uh, the ability to give names to invisible and intangible things. Mm-hmm. So they were began to be able to talk about love, friendship, mm-hmm. honor, mm-hmm. Um, and it's a great shift. At, at that moment, they were able to sit around the campfire and tell stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the very beginning, story were not meant. Uh, to be entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, they were basically used to share values, uh, to make sense of um, uh, natural phenomena. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were used to create communities mm-hmm. and to establish leadership. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, uh, uh, people use story basically for the same reason. Mm-hmm. But what are the basic elements of, of uh, a story. There are, there are many elements, ingredients of a story, but just to mention a couple of them. Yeah. Uh, the, the most important uh, stuff is archetypes and plots. Mm-hmm. Archetypes, there are like 250 archetypes mm-hmm. organized in 20 different families. Mm-hmm. At least we use that uh, structure. Mm-hmm. An archetype defines who you are mm. or who your brand is. Mm. Um, archetype are static. You know, they define who you are. Mm-hmm. Plots, on the other hand, that are only 30, define where you go. Mm. Uh, they are more dynamic, mm. where the brand of the organization is going. So to uh, craft a proper story, you need to basically tell the thing who you are and where you are going correct because the story at the end is uh, an invitation to a journey i mean when you tell a story to your employees to your clients to your consumer whoever um your ad audience might be mm-hmm. you're basically inviting those people mm-hmm. uh, to travel with you correct. somewhere uh, and to achieve that you need to tell the things who you are and where you're going that's are basically the two um, two elements. Um, for uh, clients, mm-hmm. we have realized that 
using archetypes and plot it's extremely powerful because mm -hmm. um it's the powerful but the power of naming yeah when you are able to uh put a name mm -hmm. to define your organization mm -hmm. uh naming an archetype and a plot and even uh, to name the emotions that your brand can or decide to produce in in different audiences mm -hmm. you, this this element becomes real uh, mm -hmm. because names give you the uh, capacity to understand and to communicate properly uh, well said. who you are what you are. Mm -hmm. very interesting That's so uh, you know from the time when you came to the us 25 years ago when you were making films to today Technology has changed dramatically from the big screen to the television to now the small handheld phone that everyone carries. Based on your own experience, how has storytelling changed based on the format that is coming out and in the time? Stories are agnostic okay. in terms of platform. Hmm. A story is a story. Of course, Story goes where technology is. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, 70,000 years ago, a story was, uh, you know, uh, people tell story sitting around the campfire. Uh, and that happened for um, millennia. Mm -hmm. Then people began writing stories. Mm -hmm. uh, the new technology was writing. Mm -hmm. um, then uh, the technology of paper, uh, printing. Um, mm -hmm. So story went there. Um, and that happened for many centuries. Mm. Then, uh, you know, um, uh, television, radio, uh, mm. movies, yeah. uh, Netflix, mm. uh, handheld. But the story is a story. If mm. you, uh, i give you an example. Yeah. If you read the uh, Iliad, uh, which is a Greek mm. uh, mm. epic poem, yeah. the main character is a guy, is, uh, Achilles. Achilles mm -hmm. is a hero, mm -hmm. almost invulnerable. Um, the he only his only weakness is uh, the heel because you know uh, his mother, if he, uh, she was a, a goddess, a mm -hmm. nymph, um, put him into the water of a, a sacred river to make him immortal, but. Uh, since she held the held the baby by 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 the foot, mm -hmm. that's the only part of of the body which is not um, uh, which is vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. So um, if you look, that character was created four thousand years ago. Right. Superman mm -hmm. is exactly the same character. <laughs> yes. So. Four, five, four thousand years have passed, but mm. the story is the same. Mm. So stories don't change. Mm. Um, and, and the truth of this is that we have been working for many years mm. in multicultural markets. We have worked, for instance, in Europe, um, telling stories in several countries mm. for the same brand. In Spanish, in French, in Italian, in, in Greek, and uh, mm -hmm. and uh, um, in German, and uh, but the story was basically the same. And uh, in the U.S., we have been working in the multicultural market where you have 
Asian American, Latin American, uh, Hispanic American, uh, Afro American, mm-hmm. large communities. Yeah. Uh, but the stories are very similar. Actually, um, the same archetypes and the same plots have been used all across mm-hmm. the globe. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, we have seen that there are strong similarities, for instance, uh, uh, between the uh, Greek and Roman epic poems and the Indian mm-hmm. uh, epic poem. There are certain similarities in the structure of the story and even in the characters. Mm-hmm. Well said. So moving on, uh, Massimo, now, you know, you also done a lot of work with the corporate world in America and around the world. Why do business leaders and corporations need to find, craft, and tell the right story? Yeah. Um, I tell you, I mean, right, the best way is to tell tell you why they call us. Mm-hmm. Um, why companies uh, call us. And it doesn't matter if it is a large multinational corporation yeah. like Nestle. Mm-hmm or a large regional uh, company uh, um, that operates in several countries, mm-hmm. or a small foundation or a small startup, or even uh, a country that needs to tell a story to, uh, attract, to attract investors and visitors. Mm-hmm. They call us basically um, for a certain amount of reason, which is to define who they are, mm-hmm. Because very often we have discovered that most of our clients tend to define themselves in terms of category, mm-hmm. not in terms of brand. Mm-hmm. So they tell the same story of a category. Mm-hmm. So um, they, um, but doing so, they cannot differentiate themselves from their competitors. Right. Um, the second reason why um, they call us more frequently is um, to um, communicate more efficiently and connect the brand with emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, most of the uh, marketing technologies uh, are based on on the logic. Mm-hmm. Even uh, most of the research. Uh, technology, even if they supposed to be focused on emotion, are most focused on mm. uh, on uh, the logic aspect of things. So um, very often, clients need to connect um, their brand to emotions. Mm. Uh, clients call us because they need to sell or buy. Mm. They mm. need to attract uh, the right talent and the right investors. They. Uh, need to create a powerful uh, corporate culture. Mm. They need to um, differentiate their brands um, uh, from competitors. Mm. Uh, Very often they need to, um, you know, they are facing hard to crack challenges Mm -hmm. that are not uh, easily uh, solved using traditional business Mm. and marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's why we normally come before an advertising agency or a, a strategic strategic planning team. Mm-hmm. We uh, craft a story that feeds uh, the the work of a creative agency 
uh, a public relation uh, office or or a, mm. a, a very interesting you know any very other consulting fascinating company and you know you also say when i was reading about you you also say that uh, leaders can move storytelling to the core of the strategy of the organization and use it to generate growth stay relevant in the era of transformation and connect with all shareholders what is the connection that you are seeing between story and strategy you know, two things i mean uh, business leaders need to realize that stories mm. are not only for marketing purposes mm. you know very often when we uh, go in uh, a client um they think that stories are for uh, marketing mm-hmm. purposes. Mm-hmm. And we say, no, you have to put the story at the center mm-hmm. of your strategy. And why this happens? Because a story as a strategy are the same thing. A story is a journey of a hero mm-hmm. uh, from point, point A to point B. Mm-hmm. A strategy is a journey of a corporation, an organization brand from point I from B. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are synonymous. Uh, when uh, a client uh, finds the right story, when we help a client to find the right story, mm-hmm. he gets also the strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, that uh, story and that uh, strategy had to be um, adapted to very different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we uh, build this uh, story strategy, mm-hmm. then has to be used by the marketing department, but also by the human resources uh, right. marketing uh, department, by um, uh, the you know the uh, reputation department. Okay. Uh, but story and strategy means the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, are you saying that? Leaders need to be good storytellers. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think that uh, it's uh, it's something that if you are not a good storyteller, uh, leaders and brands, mm-hmm. if you don't tell uh, the right story, uh, it will be very difficult for you to mm-hmm. uh, achieve your goals because um, you don't differentiate your market, your marketing, uh, your your brand, uh, or yourself. The competitors, mm-hmm. um, the audience don't understand very well who you are, where you're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so telling the right story is basically a, a must. Mm-hmm. For a, a, that will invest a lot of time mm-hmm. in um, training uh, our clients in the use of stories mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, not only the, the leadership president and the CEO and, mm. and, and you know the leadership, but mm. also uh, all the level, all the levels of the of the company okay. uh, have the, to be translated, uh, transformed into mm. the storytellers. And what is the methodology you follow to construct a story for a brand or for an individual? Yeah, what we do, we um, we think that uh, building a story for a brand is not cannot be just a spark of creativity. Mm. I mean, it's not just uh, we had a good idea, you mm. know, and uh, uh, that's a nice story. Uh, we do it. We have a methodology which is at the same time um, 
solid and replicable. Mm-hmm. Um, we work in three phases. The first phase, um, uh, we call it uh, Enigma. Mm-hmm. If you remember uh, during the Second World War, um, Germany had a, a machine called Enigma right. to code their messages. Mm-hmm. So uh, the British and the Americans and the, the Allies were able to read the messages. Yeah. But they were in code. Right. So they weren't able to understand what they actually meant. Uh, the stories are there. Mm. In the first phase, we cracked the code. Mm-hmm. Uh, we trying to do that um, with different techniques. We uh, revise all available documents, mm. marketing uh, research documents, um, you know, all uh, information regarding the um uh, the uh, the ambience in the in the company mm-hmm. then we speak with people we have a conversation with the leaders we have a conversation with employees we have a conversation with clients mm-hmm. um so we try to crack the code and understand what the story would be when we have done that and uh, the, the the enigma part we go into a second step that we call epiphany. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a uh, we try to produce an eureka moment yeah. when the client realizes that that's the story they need. Mm-hmm. It's a story at the same time uh, powerful, but also a story they can leave because a story you don't tell a story you leave a story. Mm-hmm. Um, in the third part of our process is what we call transformation, which is uh, the phase in which you transform yourself Mm. and your company according to the new narrative. Mm. And um, it is is a a very interesting uh, process because uh, transformation um, normally begins to understand what stories that have been at the at the, at the core of your organization for mm. decades sometime um are uh, are contraproductive right. and you have to leave behind mm. and you have to adjust uh you have to uh, embrace a new a new narrative mm. um and that implies that you have to change you have to transform the way you do things. You have to transform how you communicate. You have to transform even um, your portfolio products. Mm-hmm. And then very often at the end of our process, we recommend the client to extend their uh, line of products mm-hmm. or we recommend them to enter new categories or we recommend new business models that fit better the new story. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are the two things, Enigma, Epiphany, and Transformation. Fantastic. And my last question to you, Masio, and this is a question for the many, many people who will listen to our conversation. A lot of them are very young uh, viewers and listeners. Based on your own amazing journey as a uh, a film as a director, as a story chaser. What would you say are three lessons you want our viewers and listeners to take away from your own life's journey? 
Well, first of all, I think that it is important for business leaders mm -hmm. uh, or large companies, small companies, startups, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that uh, people don't buy your products. Mm -hmm. People don't invest in your company. Mm -hmm. People don't work for you. Mm -hmm. They share your story. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't understand that, uh, you kind of think of your employees or your customers or your uh, clients mm -hmm. as such. You have to mm -hmm. think them as a co-storyteller. They share your story. Correct. The second point um, that I would like to point out is that the best story always wins. Mm -hmm. Um, so you need to craft the best story. And mm. in that sense, it's important for you to um, understand what stories your competitors are telling. Mm. It's an inter interesting process to understand yeah. what our competitors are telling. Okay. We need to tell a better story. And, um, and the last thing mm. is that stories, as I mentioned that before, um, you don't tell a story, you leave a story. Mm -hmm. So when you craft a story for your company, mm -hmm. uh, it's not just, it shouldn't be just a nice um, uh, narrative. Mm -hmm. It should be something you can leave, uh, that your employees can leave, that your clients understand, that your mm -hmm. consumer understand, and that your consumer and client won't be part of. How interesting. So these are basically the three. How fascinating. And on that note, Massimo, uh, and your three wonderful lessons, I think each one of them is so powerful, and I'm sure I could have a, a half an hour conversation on each. First one you said was that business leaders must understand that people don't buy your products, they don't buy your company, they don't buy your share, they, people share your story. Second one, you said the best story always wins and therefore it is very important for us to understand competition. And the third one was that we must all uh, leave a story and not tell a story. Thank you so much for talking to me about your journey, about uh, your uh, journey as a story chaser. Thank you for talking to me about the components of a story, which you said which included enigma and epiphany. And thank you also for telling me and making me understand how important a story and a strategy is the same. There's no difference between them. Thank you for speaking to That's me correct. and good luck to you. Thank you so very much indeed. Thank, thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website, www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.